Welcome to the Illuminate Your Essence podcast, where we cut through the distractions, programs, and stories that have created chaos in your life and discover the truth, bliss, and joy that exists beyond the external clutter and resides within. Welcome, welcome, my friends. Oh, you guys, I say this every time, but really this time you are going to be blown (laughs) away at my friend that is here on the show today. Her name is Christy Holt. I literally only met her at a coffee shop. I think it was four, five months ago, four months ago. And I can't tell you what an incredible human being she is. We connected as soul sisters from the time we sat down across that table. A mutual friend invited us to collaborate and get together. We sat at a coffee shop and within 10 minutes, we were both having tears streaming down our faces because we knew that we were just being reintroduced in this lifetime. And she is so dear to me. Um, I just can't even express in words. But one of the things that she has taught me in such great depth is about emotion. And to respect it and to love it and to honor it and to have the tools necessary to enjoy all the highs and lows. And that's what we're going to talk about today because she really is an expert on emotional intelligence. She has a company called Vibonics, and I'm going to help have her explain that technology, which uses some technology in order for us to raise our own emotional intelligence. It's an incredible tool. She also has the Mecca Project, which is a nonprofit part of her company that helps with youth and young adults so that they can get this technology in their own hands and utilize it for that same goal of emotional intelligence. So Christy, thank you. Thank you for being on the show. Oh, Wendy, it's such a pleasure. And as you tell our story, I just smile because I remember the day that we met and embraced and we have been together since. I know. It's it's like on a daily almost. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You're such a gift to my life at the perfect time. I feel like we just said this word before we recorded, but I feel like I manifested you in my life. Very intentional, beautiful woman energy that I could trust and love. So thank you so much. Yes. Yes. I just, just love and honor you. And so I want you to explain what Vibonics is. What is this technology that you have created that is going to literally help individuals? I feel like it's going to change the way that humanity views emotions. That would be the absolute goal is for people to just embody being their emotional vibrational selves because that's really what it is. Um, Vibonics can quantify emotional intelligence in four specific ways. First, self-awareness. Second, self-management, self-expression, and empathy. So it's not about what you're feeling. It's actually, are you aware of it? Are you managing it? Are you expressing it? And are you able to let go of the judgment and just show yourself some radical empathy to move and feel that emotion? And really like when we talk about why does this matter, most of us don't realize, or those of us that do, emotion drives everything we think, feel, and do. So if we pay really close attention to how we feel and make our only responsibility to manage those feelings, then we live a happier, thriving life. But Mm -hmm. without the awareness, sometimes we feel like life is happening to us. 
with the awareness, we can really shift into how is this happening for me and move, feel, and stay in flow with ourselves. You know, and I really do agree with you on awareness. How many of us talk to someone and are like, how are you doing? And they're like, I'm fine. I'm great. I'm happy. You know, and, and we almost have this happiness meter and we feel guilty or shameful if we're not in those positive, happy frequencies, right? Yeah. And there's something wrong with us if we don't feel happy. That's well, not the case. We signed up for this human life that has other emotions besides happy, right? Oh my gosh. I have like 10 things I want to say, but I'll start with one okay. thing. You know, when you talk to your friend, you did this with me yesterday. Hey, Christy, how are you feeling? Oh, like I felt so grateful because of my own awareness to say, I could either be kind or I could be nice and nice is fine. I'm feeling good. Everything's great. But kind is honoring yourself in honesty and sharing with somebody in a very kind way, the truth, like, right. Integrity is being honest with yourself. And we've taught ourselves, especially about emotion to be in self-betrayal where we don't really tell the truth about how we're feeling because we don't want to put it on somebody. We don't want somebody to have to sit in it with us. We don't want to be judged by it. Mm -hmm. We don't want to be looked at like something's wrong. Right. So there's a couple of things just in that one phrase of how are you feeling? First off, I'm going to be, I'm going to be kind to the relationship and I'm going to tell you the truth. And then I'm going to actually be kind to myself in my own truth. And then we're going to sit in this way where we look at each other and help each other just be truthful and feel through that emotion and not judge each other in it. So maybe that conversation like it did yesterday is like, oh, thank you for asking me that. You know, I've had some hard, I've been going through some confusion and I've I've been a little bit like just moving some of this negative energy emotion and it has felt uncomfortable. Like I've been kind of uncomfortable the last couple of days. How did that feel hearing that from me? It connects us because I can understand that same emotion too. Even though I'm not walking in your shoes, I'm not having the same experience as you and going through the same journey. I feel confusion sometimes. I feel unsettled sometimes. I can relate to you and connect to you. And because you trusted me, enough to share that we now are even more connected as friends because you were able to be real with me. And I was able to hold space and say, you know what? I understand to a point. I understand. I understand your emotions and I love you and I'm here for you. And I'm holding a space where you can come and talk to me about that. And you know what? If you're stuck in that emotion, maybe we can help each other move through that emotion, right? Do you know what's so cool about what you're saying is you just mapped out emotional intelligence. (laughs) The two people that have higher emotional intelligence can tell the truth in in Mm self-awareness. Like I'm actually aware that everything's not fine. Everything doesn't feel happy. I'm not attuned to my happiness right now. I'm actually sitting in this emotion that is confusion and frustration and even some sadness. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, things aren't going as I expected. God, I really have to reevaluate. So it's me in my own self-awareness managing through my emotion. And here's the beauty of something you said. When I can express that in truth, that is emotional expression. So that, that confusion 
just started to move through me because I acknowledge it, I'm managing it, and now I'm expressing it in truth. So mm-hmm. it actually, guess what? After you asked me that, I could feel the tension in my body, the confusion energy that I was sitting in move. And it started to kind of go, oh, I felt better because actually I just moved it. I got it outside of my body. Mm-hmm. That resonance inside of me just had somewhere to go. So mm-hmm. I think when we talk about emotion, the very important, the most important thing is to know that we're talking about the same thing. And this is the one thing I wish everyone would just really feel through and then, and then start to make sense. Emotion is energy. Yeah. It is energy in motion. So when we give ourselves permission to feel, we're moving that emotion through us. And that's actually all it's meant to do. It's Mm -hmm. not who we are. It's what we're experiencing. So when we allow ourselves to experience emotion, then you can stay in flow with yourself, Mm -hmm. right? So you feel like you can move. You feel like you have something that's freely being said, right? And communicated that you're saying the truth is from you. So um, for example, if I'm feeling a negative energy emotion, a lot of people go into resistance. You can feel it in your body. It starts to feel stressful. It starts to feel like stuck, like things inside your body just aren't have the freedom to move because you're ignoring, suppressing, or avoiding those negative emotion. Yeah. I was telling my 11-year-old daughter, she has some fear, right? And she's like, mom, but when I just feel it, it I'm so afraid. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, fear will always feel like fear. So instead of being afraid to feel your fear, let's ask her a question so it doesn't feel so resistant to welcome it to us. Yes. So it's like, well, what do you think this fear is telling you? Well, mom, it's telling me, and now that starts to be, it has a seat at the table. It has its value and its purpose as being seen and its purpose is now known. It's to tell you something that is actually not true. (laughs) Here is just an indicator to tell you that what you're thinking about is not aligned with love. So how can we reframe it so we can let that fear move? I've got the perfect example for this. And you actually taught me a lot of these skills. So I have you to thank. A couple of nights ago, I had finished. I'm doing my audible version, my my audio version of my book. And so I, I read a couple of those chapters. And in the middle of the night, I woke up and I felt so much energy in my gut space, especially close to my solar plexus, like right there in between my my uh, chest, my breasts. And I felt like just so much. And I was like, well, what is that? And I started noticing, I could feel it was fear. It was very tense. It was very dense. It was very dark. And I was aware. That's what I first started with. And then I checked in with my thoughts and I started to notice that I was picking apart those chapters that I had read. Oh, I should have said it this way. And I should have said it that way. And maybe tomorrow I'll have enough time to change it so I can set it, send it to the formatter before the formatter gets it done. And I sat with it and I went, oh, isn't that interesting? I'm judging my book. I am picking it apart, even though there was trust and faith in the initial process to give it to the editor, to give it to the formatter. Now I'm questioning myself and I'm feeling out of sorts. And of course, there's that fear 
of acceptance. What are people going to think? Are they really going to hear what I have to say? And I put my hand on my chest, right where it hurt, and also my gut. And I said, what if I could just love myself through this? What if I could just allow myself to free myself from judgment, from what other people think, and accept it for what it is? And literally, it was the it was the craziest, coolest experience. My hand felt absolutely warm right over those areas, and I started to feel it just move, and it was gone, and I went back to bed. So you just gave the most beautiful example of emotional intelligence in real life, because if we know our true state of being is self-love, self-acceptance. Those are two words that you used, right? Self-love and acceptance. And, and, and judgment is what we give meaning to something based on our own experience. It, it's not truth. It's what we are trying to make sense of it to be, yeah. right? So what our emotions do is help guide us and show us what is real about ourselves so we can then have a choice. So I love that just kind of putting it to a linear explanation is feeling judgment. Okay. What am I judging? Oh, I'm judging this feeling inside of me as though it's bad. Mm -hmm. Okay. Can I let go of this being bad? Yeah. It's just here to tell me something. I'm going to welcome it. And I'm going to say, thank you. And quickly start to find gratitude that it's showing up to tell me something interesting about myself. Oh, okay. So whatever I'm thinking about is out of love with myself. Okay, how can I be more in love with myself? So what am I actually feeling? Oh, it's fear. Fear that people won't accept me. Is it okay if people don't accept me? Do I accept me? Amen. Do I accept me? I mean, really, that's what it's all about, right? At the end of the day, I was out of alignment with my truth. My truth is I accept me. I am accepted by the divine. I am accepted in my highest and best version of me. And I was, I was literally moving away from my truth. And my body was just saying, Hey, hey, emotions. Hey, you're out of alignment with your truth. Just so yeah. you know, come, right? come home, come back home. Yeah. Like, it, it just really is like this indicator to just come back home to you. Right. Yeah. I mean, where do you ever say, Hi, this is me? This is, this is where I reside. Mm -hmm. This is me. This is not me. This is my, the experience of me. And this shit is fun. It is. I don't know if people say that on your podcast. (laughs) (laughs) You go for it, girlfriend. (laughs) This makes it so exciting. Thank you for like all your five sensorial experience that this is Mm -hmm. my sixth sense. This is what connects me to the divine. Mm -hmm. This is what reminds me that I am divine energy. Mm. This is what accepts me as me, for me, by me. (sighs) It's amazing. I'm curious for the person out there that was like, this, you guys are speaking a foreign language. I have no idea. (laughs) Emotions happen to me, not for me. Like, I feel like I'm a crazy person. For those that are saying that out there, believe me. I know what you're saying. <laughs> I know. I yesterday, get it. You can yesterday. Like, there's times where I'm like, I'm just throw me in a rubber room and throw away the key because <laughs> this girl is nuts. So where do you start with learning? Is that what this technology is all about? Is it, is it teaching people to become aware or is there a different way? Like tell us yes. through this. 
Well, first off, the chaos, right? I'm going to call it chaos. When it's like this, how can I just return to something centered, right? One question. How am I feeling? That will take you from here of chaos because you can't make sense of how you feel here. It's not real. It's not even real because mm-hmm. it won't, you can't make sense of emotion from your mind because it, it's not, it's like trying to come from a different place, right? Now, the, so we check in, say, okay, I know how I'm thinking and it's causing me to feel crazy, right? Because I'm picking up on all this outside influence and I can only pull it from the past. And that's science that we can go down in a little bit later, but to take it all and hone it in, just say, okay, how am I actually feeling right now? Now, here's the coolest thing about you is yourself will respond. It will tell you the truth if you're willing to listen. So it comes to willingness and not the frequency or the the vibration of willing to try because that still is a little chaotic. It comes to willingness. I'm willing to listen and I'm willing to give myself different choices. So if we can do that, then that brings our willingness into here. Now, maybe this is a foreign language for you. And by the way, I totally get that. It was for me too, and still is sometimes. So that is where sometimes where our technology can help bring awareness to start to understand how many different emotions there actually are. There are as many feelings as there is people. There is as many frequencies that exist around emotion as there is people on this earth Mm -hmm. experiencing those emotions. But what we have found scientifically is that there are thousands of emotions, but we've depicted into the pattern of human emotion into about 28 different emotions that humans in a pattern experience, okay, where we can start to depict it in a frequency, start to make sense of that frequency and find that pattern over time. That's how our AI is built. Okay. So then we've taken it into, well, out of those 28 emotions, what are the most common emotions? Well, over our research, we show six high energy emotion and that and six negative energy emotion. Now I'll tell you, we only define it by positive and negative because that's what we're measuring. Mm -hmm. It positive energy emotion has a positive charge to it. You can feel that positive energy in your body, right? Yes. Just like a negative emotion has a negative energy charge. You can feel that in your body. So that's how we're able to measure it and depict it through the resonance of your voice. So if you have a pattern of emotion, it imprints on your vocal cords. That that is unbelievable. I mean, science is incredible right now. We are learning really every part of us is linked to every part of us, right? Every part of us is energy that carries a frequency Mm -hmm. and frequency carries information. Mm. So we are depicting those information and reflecting it back to the users. So then you can increase that emotional intelligence. So through the resonance of your voice. So imagine a guitar. Okay. Mm -hmm. And the guitar, if you were to play the notes, you would be able to hear a hairline fracture, especially if you're super attuned to tonality or you're attuned to the sound that's coming out of that guitar. You could hear a hairline fracture, even though you probably couldn't see it on the, on the guitar. Well, your body is the same way. Those hairline fractures have a resonance and your voice is 
expressing that resonance. Mm -hmm. So when an emotion, which is like emotion that doesn't move, starts to have an imprint on that resonance. So we measure the resonance that's coming from you. Just like we would hear a song from the guitar, it's like the song of you. And Mm. we can depict it into emotion. Now, here is the goal about emotion. The goal is not to feel anger. The goal is to keep anger and move through anger. Imagine if you took F sharp out of a song, it wouldn't have the same harmony. It wouldn't sound Mm. as beautiful. You don't want to just be playing high notes all the time. Can you imagine a, a high note song, you would listen to it for a minute, but then you're like, where's the variety? Where's the beauty in the song? It's it's moving from the low notes to the high notes. Uh, emotional energy is the same way. The high notes are your high energy emotions and the low notes are your low energy emotions. So it's like playing this beautiful song. So the goal is not to not play all the notes. The goal is to move through them. Because if we got stuck down here on negative energy, we're just like, D, 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 D. We'd be like, all right, let's move this. Like, we got to move on from that song. Let's keep playing this song. Yeah. And I love that you brought up anger because it's something, especially as women, that we've been taught isn't, you know, socially appropriate. Women don't feel anger. We don't express anger. We don't get mad that we're a bad mother or a bad wife or a bad person if we feel anger. So we have a lot of repressed anger. Um, and right. I, I didn't notice that until I started using your um, emotional intelligence app, the Vibonics app. And I was like, man, I'm pissed off, man. Like I'm in, I am in there. And I went to a rage room with a coach of mine just about a week and a half ago. And I busted some shiz up. And let me tell you, it felt so good. I was screaming. I was busting stuff up. And then I started to recognize that anger is a beautiful get things done kind of energy, right? Like it makes you, it moves you into action. And so I love it. I mean, look at Jesus and, you know, he was, he was getting things whipped into shape literally in the temple, even the most perfect being that we have heard of over the millennia is this individual that felt anger because he was human. You know what's amazing? I'm going to bring it to the Mecca Project, right? Yeah. How many teens do you think are feeling? Well, actually, I wanted to go. I wanted to go down that road, but I'm going to bring it back to where you started with us as women, and not feeling anger because it's not appropriate. We should just be sweet, right? Yeah. Um, I have to tell you, I moved through my own anger, and the best part was, or I'll ask you, how did it feel when you welcomed anger into your experience? It was like, finally, thank you. Oh my goodness. Have you been all my life? <laughs> like I've been sitting here waiting for you to get pissed off. And, so here's, now you and here's the beauty. Here's the beauty about that is you're like, oh, this is my anger. Yeah. Because the difference of where with emotional intelligence, we know these are my emotions. I'm not feeling someone else's emotion. No. Um, even the world of empathic empaths. Oh my gosh, which I am. <laughs> I was thinking, I, was I am. We're both cancers. Here yeah, we, can't we would pick oh up gosh. shit that's not our own, and but, but, we can return that to sender. Yeah, but here's the only way that we can feel it is because we're attuned to it in ourselves. Oh, I know what that is because mm-hmm. I know what that feels like because I am aware of my own. 
-hmm. So with emotional intelligence, you actually say, oh, anger's present and it's mine. Lack of emotional intelligence is anger's present and it's yours. Mm. That's saying that this is someone else's, someone else's thing, someone else's feeling. This is something inside of you, but here's the power. When you know it's yours, then you can control it. You can express it and you can move it. Mm. When you constantly say it's someone else's that you're feeling, then you have no control over it. So that's not empowering yourself. Right. I love that you brought that up because there are times, especially if you are very empathic and very sensitive, by the way, it's your superpower. So don't think that there's something wrong with you. Amazing. It's really a beautiful thing. Yeah. But what I always ask myself when I start to become aware is, is this mine or is it someone else's, right? Like I always ask that and I feel a lightness when it's not mine. It's like, oh yeah. no, this isn't your sister. And so I'll just say, return to sender with love. And it's amazing how much it moves away from me. But if it's mine, then I get to do the rest of this process. Well, and think about a tuning fork. This is exactly science to tell what you're saying yeah. or to, to show an example. If you've ever tuned a tuning fork and then you put another tuning fork next to it, it'll start to play that same sound mm. on the other tuning fork. So your responsibility is to go, oh, I'm standing by this person. And this is their resonance and I'm picking up on it. Okay, what is my power in this? I can let it go and I can move it through it, kind of like what you're saying. Mm -hmm. So is this am I am I attuning to them or am I going to stand in my power and have them attuned to me? But when you think that you're when you are an empath and you're constantly attuning to others, you lose your power. But when you're an empath and stand in your own attunement, people can attune to you. So through awareness, you can hold your frequency and hold your power, regardless of whatever energy emotion is around you. Wow. That but here's the beauty of an empath is they're aware of this process way more than others. And that's the gift. That's your superpower. So imagine how you can influence a whole entire room by in your own attunement, holding your power, you can shift an entire room to come to this attunement that you're holding. Yes. And I've seen it in action. Um, one of my other superpowers is being vulnerable. If I'm in a room and we're having a discussion and people are, are just a little intimidated to share what's really on their heart, that's something that I can naturally just move into. And the moment I do that, now I'm stepping into that that alignment with my own power and people will pick up on that. And then they start sharing their heart. They're like, oh yeah, she did it. Like, you know, I'm going to do there's, it. There's yeah. a, there's a piece of that that has to be true to be true with what you're saying. So there's people that go vulnerable from here, meaning they're not opening their heart and they're not opening their energy. Mm -hmm. They're only, they're, they're saying it from their thoughts. And people don't feel, they don't feel what they're saying yeah, because yeah. they're not attuned to their own truth in it. Right. So let me give you an example, a sales manager who's like, this is amazing. You need to do this. And, da, 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 da. and everyone's just like, wah, 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 wah. Yeah. I, I, I hear what you're saying, but you don't even believe what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. You just want, you want the almighty dollar and I'm not going for it. So yeah. Like you don't really believe in our product because I can't feel what you're saying. But then if you have another sales manager, it's like, hey, I know if you use this, it will change your life as it did mine. 
you're like, I'm buying, I don't know what that guy's selling, but I'm buying because he believes what he's saying. So when you're in a room of vulnerability and you truly know how to go from here to here, and I do think this is your superpower, by the way, well, thank- is you share, you share from here and the entire room shifts because mm-hmm. they felt what you said. But some people that share from here, no one shifts because it doesn't resonate from here. So it's not an emotional connection to what they're saying. They're just repeating something that they read and there's no vulnerability in that. That makes sense. Absolutely. Absolutely. And thank you. I received that and I appreciate um, your words and, and I'm starting to recognize what I do really well with. And some of the things that I still have lots and lots and lots of opportunities to improve on. So let's, let's walk a little bit further down this road. We're aware we see what's happening and I'm sure there's lots of questions of, okay, you guys are talking about moving it. Is it just the intention that allows it? Is it the honoring and the, the non-resistance, the surrendering that allows it to flow? Is that the key or is there something else? No, nope, that's the key. Okay. You named it. Someone, one of my dear friends a couple of years ago said, you got to name it to tame it. Mm. Okay. So we name it or heal it now, or feel it to heal it. I've feel it that. to heal it. Yeah. I mean, name it to tame that. it. I like that both. So, so what our technology helps us do is start to bring forward the, the emotion that's, that's present in our resonance, right? Mm-hmm. So we can say, okay, is this anger? Okay. I'm asking from here. I didn't quite feel that. Let me ask again. What's happened to your body? Is this anger? Right? So now we're naming it. We're moving it. We're bringing it forward. And then the, the second is that self-management. Oh, this is mine. Just by knowing that this is yours, help. that's where you now have power with that emotion to manage it. It doesn't feel out of control because you keep trying to say it's not yours, but it's sitting right here. It's someone <laughs> else, you know, it, right? So that emotional management comes from just saying, okay, I can, I have choice in this. And then emotional expression is, wow, I'm going to release my judgment and my resistance and allow myself to feel this. Yes. And and it's as simple as just saying, I release my judgment with this emotion. Oof, I, I am that. ready to feel fear. I am ready to feel my fear. I'm ready to feel my stress. I'm ready to sit and feel what loneliness feels like. And when we do that, loneliness is going to show us how to feel it. You might cry. You might laugh. You might sing, you might dance, you might move your body like, whoa, that one feels like a lot, right? But it's like, ooh, okay, I can feel that stress, right? Ooh, I can feel that. I just want to move that through my body. Like, okay, now it's coming to the empathy. How can I think about this differently and find gratitude and compassion for this emotion that I keep bringing forward? Yeah. And so that's that's how you literally come into attunement with back to attunement with yourself. And again, it's self-love. So how can I show myself love through this emotion? This is amazing. And I do, I'm going to to share one of the things I used to be really good at, and I'm starting to unravel pretty quickly, is the first thing your brain's going to do when you feel an emotion is figure out why you feel that way. And you're going to try and find the person, the thing, the experience, the reason, so you can put some shift and blame 
on someone else, right? <laughs> it's like, it's their fault. If they didn't do this, if they I wouldn't have done that, <laughs> that wouldn't have happened. And you'll start as you become more emotionally intelligent to start looking at that almost, I sometimes laugh. I sometimes go back there and go, I am the greatest storyteller of all times. And, and then I start to recognize, no, this is mine. I get to shift this. I get to experience this. And, you know, I know that there's folks out there going, but what if they really did do something? Are you going to let them off the hook? Well, what's really beautiful is once you get to the truth of that emotion that will help you with your thoughts, you actually can deal with that a lot more in a healthier manner instead of reactive. Now you're in a place of love and you can go, well, you know what? If I chose me, what would my answer be? Maybe it's not being around that person anymore, right? Maybe it's having some really beautiful boundaries with that person, but you're not angry and you're not reactive and you're not yelling and you're not throwing a fit. You're basically stepping back and going, hmm, I feel this way. Thank you, body. Thank you, emotions for helping me understand this is what my thoughts are. And now I can appropriately and meaningfully in love, make a decision as to how to choose to deal with this story. You are amazing. I could talk to you all day. Ah! Um, And I hope you coach this. I hope you're sharing this. I hope everybody that gets to work with you gets to embody what you're saying. Well, well, what's really cool is I'm curating a very small mastermind starting in December and people are like, December? Yep, December, so that you can enjoy your holidays and stop getting into the frenzy of holidays and actually enjoy it this time. And your businesses will thrive in that time frame as well, along with your mental health, emotional health. Um, and I'm using your platform, Vibonics, through that so that they can become more emotionally intelligent through the process. What's really cool about your software, well, it's not software. I keep saying that your technology. On the back end, I can actually actually see where people are overall. So then I can coach based on, hey, the group collectively is feeling a lot of stress. Let me talk to you about stress and how you move your stress, right? So thank you, Christy. Thank you for bringing this to me. Well, and if it's okay, I want to go back to your story. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do what it. you said is the construct and idea of I need you to act a certain way so I feel better. That can put anyone and will always put anyone in a loop they can't control. Because if we put that expectation on everyone else to act and be a certain way so I feel better, I have no control over how I feel. And that is giving your power away to every single person around you. Even my seven-year-old, I had a talk with him. He came home from school and told me about some boys that were being mean to him and teasing Mm -hmm. him. And I said, honey, don't let those kids decide how you feel. You get to decide how you feel. And just that one comment to him, do you know he got it? And I said, I know this might be hurtful and this, and you're going to have some emotion in this. Like, tell me how you're feeling. And he goes, mom, it makes me feel sad. And I said, okay, are you ready to let go of that sadness and stay in your power? Like, don't let those boys decide how you feel. So this is a funny thing when you said stories, like the stories that you tell yourself and our, our imagination is so cool. Like it can imagine any reality you want. So why not imagine the best reality that makes you feel the best? Mm -hmm. So I always say, and I love my mother. She's my greatest teacher. And I love the time we get to spend to her. And I don't 
I didn't mean this the way it maybe sounded, but I'll always say like, mom, and by the way, mom, I'll talk to myself, like (laughs) tell a story that makes you feel better. Because if your only responsibility is to pay attention to how you feel, you will feel better. Yeah. And feeling joy and love and feeling more aligned and feeling empowered is the greatest gift we can give ourselves. Mm -hmm. So can I tell this story differently to make myself feel better? So let's put it to practice. Like we'll use my son, my cute little seven-year-old mom, these boys are being so mean and they're teasing me every day at school. And I would be like, okay, Riggs, I'm so sorry. Like, tell me how that helps. How does that make you feel? Mm -hmm. I'll be like, mom, it makes me feel like they're, uh, it makes me feel sad. And by the way, I would have project angry. (laughs) (laughs) You must be angry. (laughs) Yeah. He he didn't feel anger. He felt sad. Yeah. And I was like, so what do you think that sadness is trying to tell you? And he sat there and he was like, what do you mean? And I said, well, where's your power in sadness? Mom, I still don't, he just said, I don't even know what you mean. And I go, when you let those boys decide how you feel, there's no power in that. Do you think that you could care about how you feel and think about it differently? And I said, do you think that maybe those boys um, want to be your friend, but they don't know how, and they're just saying things to get your attention? By the way, I do talk to my seven-year-old this way. And I go, do you think maybe they're just trying to get to be your friend? And he goes, mom, you don't treat friends that way. And I go, maybe they don't know that yet. Could you tell them I'll be your friend if you don't tease me and -hmm. see if that works? Because maybe they just want to be your friend. Think how much better that feels. They don't know how to be my friend. They just want to be my friend. So I'm going to invite them to be my friend and do it in a more positive way. So I said, when you go to school today, ask them if they would like to be your friend and friends don't tease friends. Mm. And he said, okay, mom. So we'll see how it goes. That was just today. But even in my own life, how many times do we bring negativity to the conversation? Our friends bring super negative um, conversation to Uh, When you talk to them, it's Mm -hmm. like, how can you shift the conversation? So you feel better in the conversation. Hey, I, you know what? That's interesting. You use that word all the time. That's interesting. You know, I, I like to see that a little bit differently because it would make me feel so much better to believe that the world is actually a very happy, healthy place. I want to tell that story as though the world is extremely happy and healthy. It is actually, it is. It is. It really is. Uh, it's interesting when I get around people that start talking about the world affairs and the government and the high cost of food and gas and blah, 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 blah. And I go, God, that's just so not my reality. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, I know it's there. I'm not Pollyanna, but it just doesn't impact me because I'm really just in this place of, of having all the beautiful things around me. And I guess you could call me like uh, up in the night, you know, no, I mean, and people... feeling all the beautiful things inside. But why me. not? Why not choose yeah. that instead of the other? Why not choose a beautiful life when I can have that choice? So I can stand in the midst of the storm and still feel peace, right? Yes. And still yes. feel joy and still feel love. And I'm kind of in the eye of the storm. I watch it all around me, but it's like, hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Wow. Look at this. There's a lot of stuff going on. So here's some science to what you said. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about a heightened feeling in our body. Do you know that the only difference between excited and anger is perception? Hmm. The only difference, because if we, and and by the way, if you look, 
feel like a quadrant and we have a high balance, which means we can feel something that is has a high energy to it. We get to determine if we see it this way, which is positive energy, or if we get to transmute it into negative energy. Mm, totally. So if you think sense. about this neutral space, like this, this, my five senses is bringing me this feeling. How do I want to perceive it? Positive or negative? So the difference of kind of what you were saying, like, okay, I'm experiencing this is this fear and fear actually has lower balance. So is this anger, Mm -hmm. is this anger or is this positive stress? Is this, Mm -hmm. is this um, you stress or is this stress? Am I going to see this from a positive space that creates action? Or am I going to see this from a negative space that creates action? And that's where we get to be in choice with how we feel, right? So right now, you if when we're not aware, we don't think we have a choice. When we become aware, we become of a, the way that we are patterned or programmed, and mm-hmm. we can shift that trajectory. Beautiful. So the one last thing I want to say before we start to wrap this up is as you start walking on this path and you start being aware, I encourage you all to not get into judgment. You learned things and life and the way to be because of your life experiences, the what, what you've been taught. So you may listen to this and go, oh, I got this wrong too. No, that's the problem. Judgment will see it black and white. I'm good or I'm bad. I do it right or I do it wrong. There's no right. There's no wrong. There's no good. There's no bad. When you start to be aware, just observe, just like you're watching it from afar and going, isn't that interesting? Isn't that interesting that I'm feeling this way rather than, oh, I'm in it again and I have to be aware and now I need to move it. And that's resistance actually. And that judgment will keep you stuck in that emotion instead of like, Hmm, this is so interesting. So shift judgment into curiosity as you're learning this. And that would be my one suggestion. Christy, what's your suggestion? Because you have been studying this for five years. This has been your life. This is what you do. This is what you talk about all day long. I love your suggestion of curiosity. And I would also echo that with neutrality. So I love your phrase of this is interesting because it neutralizes you to remember that quadrant I was telling you about. Mm -hmm. It just neutralizes you to a neutral space Mm -hmm. where it's like, this isn't, this isn't a high positive energy emotion that I'm going to respond with. And this isn't this, I'm going to sit with this first. And before I respond emotionally to this, I'm going to neutralize it. Mm -hmm. This is interesting. So imagine everything, if you were observing it, like you said, observe it and then just go, Oh, that's interesting. Now we're saying, telling our mind, don't make sense of it yet. I want to observe it first. And now I'm going to put meaning towards it. So then I can feel into that new emotional response. Mm. Right. And I know I get very scientific about it because I'm picturing our frequencies and how we shift (laughs) frequencies. And I would just give ourselves radical compassion and empathy Mm -hmm. because Like you said, we've been programmed to think about emotion a certain way. We've been having auto responders of emotion our entire life. There's so much that we've established to protect ourselves. So it's like, thank you for where I've been. Thank you for all of my experiences. Gratitude would be my number one 
takeaway. Neutralize everything you can with gratitude. Thank you for me. Thank you for that experience. It taught me something. Thank you for this moment to learn. Thank you for this moment to expand. Thank you for this knowledge to come into my life so I can begin to learn a new pattern or have a new tool or a new understanding that I can actually see how this could influence my life in a really healthy way. So, um, and thank you for the person I've been. She was rad. Like she was crazy. She's made so many different decisions. She was, I, I think about the person I've been and all the different versions of me. And I'm like, she was crazy. She was super fun. She was sad. She was lonely. Like those are all those experiences I've had, but this is me. So I would just remember two things. Gratitude is the quickest way to neutralize any situation. Love and action. Yeah. Just bring it back to awareness through, okay, this is here. I'm just going to sit with this until I can return to some type of gratitude. So then I can surrender, let go and give it a new meaning. Right. And one other thing in that kindness to self, don't expect quantum leaps. It doesn't work that way. If you're sitting in depression, going all the way on a frequency scale to feeling joy, that's like a quantum leap. Give yourself a break. Mm -hmm. Just figure out how to neutralize the feeling of depression. Mm -hmm. Like how can I neutralize it? Just take one frequency step higher. By the way, depression's here, anger's here. If you can get angry about what's going on, that's actually a really positive mm. move in, the, in a higher positive direction. It has more of a positive charge than depression. So depression, like if, you, if you're feeling anger, like find gratitude for yourself. Anger is a very high, is a higher frequency than depression or despair. So just be kind with yourself. Give yourself step-by-step with your emotions. Don't expect quantum leaps. And it's okay. Oh, this is so beautiful. Christy, I knew today's episode would be incredibly special. I'm like, if anybody wants to listen to my podcast, I'm going to say, if you have time for one podcast, listen to the one about emotional intelligence. That's it. If you can have one, one moment of time and you are going to check out my podcast, this is the most important information I can offer you. I mean, hands down. So for people to reach out to you, if they want to have more Christy Holt in their life, like I do on a daily, how do they get in touch with you? What is the best way to connect? Thank you so much for this question. I am coming out of my hiding. I'm having a coming out party and it's called (laughs) Vibonics 2.0. And what I'm really excited about, like I have been in data patent technology land for about a year and a half. And with Vibonics 2.0, we are coming out with many videos, podcasts, webinars, and education alongside Mm -hmm. of our technology. So go to Vibonics and let us know that you want to be informed with our new launch. We're launching in November. We're so close. We are launching in November with Vibonics 2.0, Everything Emotional Intelligence, and we'd love to have you on that ride with us. We'll be having weekly webinars where you can join and hear tidbits like we're talking about today. And then we are also um, offering great incentives for you to utilize this in your coaching business or for you to utilize this with your family, like whatever drives you and who you'd like to help and touch. Um, We're going to be going straight to businesses. So it's not for individual use yet, but it is for 
um, coaches like you to have access to, and then mm-hmm. the people that you're helping and educating can have access through you. Um, so I would say go to our website, vibonics.com and input your information that you want to be informed. And then you'll start getting amazing emails um, and connection with us through, through that, through mm-hmm. our launch and, and through the things that we're doing. I'm so excited for this launch. Oh, I'm so excited. And so um, as just a closing reminder for those that that have been following along and listening, my book, Truth and Dare, Daring to Live Your Truth in a Fake World, whole chapter about emotional intelligence and health is going to be available on 11-11-22. So excited. And for those that want to do a little deeper dive and be in part of that curated mastermind group where we will be using this technology through that process... I will um, have, I don't have it, but by the time this podcast is aired, there will be on wendybunnel.com, a little link that has you apply so that we can have a conversation. We want to make sure it's win-win for both of us. It's got to be a really good fit for you and for me so that we can have that really beautiful give and receive kind of a flow through the mastermind. And it's going to be very small. I don't want more than 10 people in involved in this. So you will just get a lot of handholding, a lot of understanding of how to apply this in your daily life. And so with that being said, thank you so much for spending time with me, Christy. You are such a love, such love. Thank you. Thank you so much, Wendy. And I know you're going to have the most success inspiring and helping others. So thank you for the work you do as well. Thank you. And so until next time, let's continue the dialogue, the deep dive and the discussion on Illuminate Your Essence. Have an amazing week. Thank you for listening. I invite you to continue the dialogue, the discovery and the deep dive on Facebook, Instagram and YouTube. Also on my website, feel free to download your free copy of the five steps to discovering your inner voice and begin your journey of discovering the truth within today.